The internet's full of true crime podcasts. More and more are added to the list every day. Figuring out where to start or where to go next can be overwhelming. But have no fear, I'm here to help. I'm Bob Ruff, and this is the place to find your next true crime binge. Uh, I'm so glad that you guys, I mean, not really, you guys, as as Katie said before we started, you guys are very unpleasant, <laughs> and I don't know why Erica did this to me and made me talk to you guys again, um, if I'm going to be honest. So, so Katie and Kimberly reached out to me last week, and they begged me, they're like, oh, please, can we come back on True Crime Binge again, because it's been so long. And, and you promised. We just, Yeah, and I promised <laughs> that you can come back. <laughs> That's not that's not true. See, I, I reached out to Katie and Kimberly. I was like, you know, I miss you. Erica works me like a dog. She's a slave driver and she's making me do all these interviews. I'm like, can I just have my friends on this week and talk to them? So and then honored. she was like first she was like, No. And then she's like, Okay, fine, but you have to do three other interviews this week before you're allowed to talk to your friends. Not it's we great. need an Erica Super in mean. our life. I think she could <laughs> get us into shape. Yeah, she she really is the best. But I have to be careful because, like th- this week, we got you know we're, we're transitioning editors and all. This. I've I've said this five times in the last two days because I've had so many. So for the next month, people are going to be hearing about how we're tr- how we're transitioning editors today. But it's <laughs> all these interviews occurred on the same day. <laughs> but it, there's just a lot going on, and I was like, oh man. Or she reached out to me. She's like, you know, we're kind of we're kind of running light on interviews. And I was like, well, let's book a bunch of them. <laughs> and I should know better than to tell Erica to book a bunch of them because she's very good at her job. <laughs> she booked a bunch of them. So now you've got a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a quite a few. So how are you guys? Great, good. busy, good, good, cool, good talk. It was nice seeing you. And, That's uh, it. Okay, <laughs> bye. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is easy. I'm glad I spent all that time on the recap of the episode. <laughs> right. I want to know. So when I talked to you guys last last time, you said that the that you had two cases in mind, and one of them was really salacious, and you thought you would not do the really salacious one. Uh, and I guess no, this isn't. This wouldn't be that because this just happened like last month, so it wouldn't be. Yeah, this is one. this is a different one that popped in our mind. This is fresh this is, and salacious. It, the other one this, is old and salacious. We tricked you. Oh, now you have to have us on a third time. Yeah, to do the to really the, so salacious. super salacious twenty twenty one case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Katie, how are you transitioning to life on the East Coast? No, I moved again. That's that's an update <laughs> that I didn't mention. Now where are you? I'm in Nashville now. You're in Nashville. Yeah. What are you? Why are you doing this? Why do you keep moving? <laughs> just across, like every time I talk to you, you live in like, and they're not like moving across town. I don't. You know. went from California to what? New York? Is that Pennsylvania? Where you were? I went to Pennsylvania, and then now That's uh, basically we're, New York. Now we moved to Tennessee. Um, I have a low boredom threshold. I don't really have another excuse. I just like to. <laughs> I lived in LA for a long time, so it's time to try some new stuff out. We'll see what's next. Maybe New Orleans. So, so, so Nashville is going to be short lived too. No, Nashville, we might stay put. Um, where we were in Pennsylvania just wasn't the best fit, and so um, my husband has a job that's really easy to transfer. Basically, he can work at any airport, so we got really lucky. So, if there's an opening, we can go, and there was an opening, and mm-hmm. we we got the transfer, and so 
here we are. And I'm lucky enough to have a job that all I need is a microphone. So it's and great. an internet connection. Yeah. That's it. Hopefully a strong one. Uh, yeah. That's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you have it. So these moves weren't like your husband got transferred. So you had to move. You no. were like, we want to move. Where can we transfer to? Yes. So this is us trying out some other cities besides Los Angeles before probably ending up back in Los Angeles. But it'll be it'll be a little bit of moving around. But it's been really nice. I've gotten to live in parts of the country that I've never spent any time in. And I like Nashville. I'd only been to Nashville for CrimeCon. So Oh, Nashville's one of my favorite cities to to hang out in. It's got a lot of stuff. At Honky Tonk Central. I have not been to Honky Tonk Central yet. Don't don't come for me. I've only been here a short amount of time. But um I'm intimidated. What's a short amount of time? Three months. That's that's not (laughs) that's super short. I don't leave the house a lot. I'm a little bit chained to my <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Let me just say that. I just try to get all my excuses out. I don't like fun, so I don't go to the hockey <laughs> right. talk. You, you hate fun. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I just talked to, so I just did an interview yesterday with um, Music City 911. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. Um, have you ever heard that podcast? Mm-mm. So he's a, a, an emergency dispatcher in Nashville. Ooh. And yeah, and he like breaks down nine one one calls that like have come into oh their dispatch God. center and, and around the country. It's pretty cool. I'm subscribing. I'm right writing now. that down. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. Yep. At and one so we point, just, Katie just, wanted to be a nine one one dispatcher for a very short amount of time. That was well, about six. She's months. got those those steely nerves. I think she can handle it. <laughs> There's a huge problem though. I don't. I'm directionally challenged. As in, I have a. I'm one of those strange people that doesn't know their right from left as an adult. And so I feel mm-hmm, like yeah. this could go horribly wrong in that business. <laughs> right. There's yeah. a fire. Where? I in uh I don't know. It's <laughs> look for the smoke and it'll be that way. <laughs> go in that direction. Okay, ten four. Bye. Right. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ten four. You got the ten four part down. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm ready on that. So this sounds it sounds horrible. You like so Becky and I moved into this house in 2019, and when we, and prior to that, it had been about five years since we moved. And when we moved here, we decided we're never moving again because it's the it's the most worst, miserable thing. You just you just do it as like a weekend hobby. You just pick up and <laughs> we've gotten good at it. We've got it down to a science. <laughs> the actual move, and this time we were really smart because we we moved into a rental that we had to get sight unseen. And I just said, mm-hmm. okay, be ready to go again in a year because we have to look around a little bit <laughs> and see what's here. And so a lot of our stuff is still actually in boxes. So we unpacked basically what we would need kind of for the year and just to make it sort of, you know, but little things, they're all still boxed. We have everything in the garage. We're ready to go for the next move. So we were really smart this next time. So talk to me in a year right. again and we will be somewhere. I feel like those. if you have things in boxes that you don't need for a year, you do not need them. Kimberly, I can't. I don't like that kind of logic here. <laughs> <laughs> don't start with me. <laughs> I'm a wannabe minimalist, so it's like I strive to be a minimalist, but I have tchotchkes everywhere. So it's, I'm being a hypocrite right now. It is true. It's but, but I mean, delightful. <laughs> It's it's hard to argue with the logic though. Like if it, if you live without something for a whole year, that means you've gone through all the seasons, mm-hmm. all the holidays, everything, and never took it out of a box. I know, that it's possibly I know. something you don't need. It's true, but a lot of it is like decorative stuff that 
you know, if I don't want to put a lot of nail holes in these walls because I don't want to get dinged or feel like I'm not going to want to patch them. So it's things that Mm -hmm. pictures that I would like to put up in a different home that I don't have to (laughs) give a landlord part of my security deposit. You have lots of those pictures of yourself that you like to (laughs) hang up on the wall. It's a series of headshots just every right? year just to do, so i can chronicle the 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 unfortunate aging process the aging of my life it's really it's a self-esteem builder it's great i love it right it really is because you go backwards i do the same thing and you just you go you go back and then just feel terrible about yourself as yeah you get older oh it's the worst i guess it is easy because you don't have kids right you just have the you have cats Correct. I remember correctly. Yeah, we just have cats. And so, but moving them is not a pleasant experience, but they're getting better at it too. They didn't have to well, get on the plane this s- time. So that was easy. The, the, poor, the poor cats just keep getting uprooted from their homes, taken away from their friends and their school. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're tough now. It gives them a thick skin. In the right, middle of like, a school year, they have to transfer. Your, <laughs> your cats are like military brats. They are. They're they army kids. Around the country. <laughs> That's it's it because so that's that's hard. so moving sucks, but I'm with Kimberly because we, you know, when we moved, we limited the amount of stuff we have because of those two moves and you know, over the you know, five years apart. Because we started mm-hmm. going through putting stuff in the box, we're like, this has been in the basement storage room for three years. I don't think I think we can live without this. Mm-hmm. And so we got rid of a bunch of shit when we moved in 2014, and then we accumulated more shit, but then mm-hmm. in 20. 19 when we moved again it was that we got rid of a whole bunch more stuff and now we're accumulating new stuff that is just going to our kids will inherit it someday because we're never leaving perfect you've got it down mm-hmm. i'm like good. looking yeah. around my apartment what can i get rid of today this has inspired me to Marie Kondo my whole house what, right now what can never go is that that uh that that heart made of flowers is that what's no film. It's what you... film reel okay like camera roll Pink? Red, that is curled red to make reel. a heart. Katie got it for me years ago. Oh, I thought it was something you made because I, I remember you're all crap. You have that Etsy shop. How's the, I want to know. Did you get the Bob Ruff bump on the Etsy shop last time? <laughs> I did. Thank you for the Bob, <laughs> did you really? Bob Ruff bump. <laughs> I have been so overwhelmed with like life and the podcast and this other job I have that I temporarily closed my shop. But I'll still sell stuff I already have. It's a shame. I have not. I've been do had that shop since 2013. This is the first time I have just temporarily shut it down. So, uh, so you hate yeah, uh, you hate money. You don't want money. <laughs> <laughs> she needs an assistant. She needs an assistant. Right. I need an SC assistant. Shop. Yeah. I type these you- really long ten page Dateline recaps every week, and it hurts my wrists. And then I can't cross stitch <laughs> anymore. And it stresses oh, me out. So I was like, I don't need the stress. I'm just going to put the shop on hold for a little bit. So so Stitches Be Crazy is, With is a K. on pause. Yeah, it's on pause. Yeah. But you could still <laughs> write me still, and see if I She's still chilling. You hear that? Katie? I'm still. <laughs> like, but it's with, K, it's with a K if you're looking for it. It's, yeah. yeah. Stitches Be Crazy. <laughs> don't don't forget. Don't forget it. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you impressed that I remembered what it's called? And it's I'm that, shocked, it's actually. I'm notes. so flattered. Is it in your notes? Because that's shocking. <laughs> I'm going to say, since she can't defend herself and she's muted, I'm going to say no. Yes, I remembered it. I remember. <laughs> oh, so everything. you're like Kimberly. You have one of those memories that just. No, Erica told him. Yeah, she. So, so the this is this is Erica's addition <laughs> to the team is 
I get to start every episode with one of these. And I, and I, the worst part is she does such a good job. I could come off as like the best, most well-researched person ever. Yeah. But I get too caught up in giving her shit about creeping on people that I give it away every time that she's the one that comes up with all the information. Because there's always something like, so you worked at JC Penney's when you were in high school. And they're like, what the fuck? So you got How do you sh- know that? You got caught shoplifting from Abercrombie and Fitch. I see here. Right. You spent a short stint in Juvie back in 1998. I see that yeah, C minus yeah, I mean, in chemistry junior year. I see that. <laughs> yeah that's exactly the kind of shit so, so here's an example so like when i was researching which i wouldn't have done any research with you guys because i know you guys mm-hmm. but um if if i was researching you guys i might find out like where you went to school what your backgrounds were erica knows that you have uh katie or uh, kimberly that you have a maltese named gryffindor i did <laughs> Passed away in 2018. Oh, thank Jesus Christ, so, Erica. Come on. Erica. <laughs> you're busted. Yeah, with the program, Erica. Seven, what a bummer that was. God, <laughs> you're the worst, Erica. <sighs> I'm well, kind of flattered, though, to be creeped upon. Yeah. I don't feel like we're big enough to be I don't know upon. what you would find out. I can't even imagine. There's no, <laughs> That must have been really not fun because we are. We don't. We don't put anything about ourselves on Mm-mm. the internet. We don't say our Mm-mm. last names. We don't show our faces. And she yet goes Erica... to people's houses, is what she does. And then she just <laughs> well, I keep moving. It, but... I have a PO yeah. box, <laughs> so yeah, there's there's actually limited information on you, uh, Katie, because of the moves. Yeah, um, but correct. she's all over. She's got she's got bin- like they're not binoculars. She uses a telescope, like the cartoons, <laughs> like it, it just pulls it, like it fits in her pocket, and she pulls it out and extends it. Does she have night vision with, goggles? She does. She has night. She has night vision goggles. She, oh, she's got better. one of those recording devices that look like a big salad bowl that she stands outside the, across the street. The dish and listens. Yeah, a big dish that she listens to everything uh, that you guys are saying. Phones are tapped. Everything. Oh, she's very good at great. her job. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, but she, she 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 missed the fact that she led me into talking about your dead dog. Um, which is just <laughs> super sad. It is super I sad. Know. Oh, R.I.P. He was, a, got, he was uh, like, a gentleman and a scholar. He was a great He dog. was amazing. <laughs> he was the love of my life. And uh, yeah. he would appear on the podcast sometime by barking a lot. And uh, mm-hmm. we had one girl that wrote us last year. And I think she said, I, I hate the sound of the dog barking. Can you make it stop? I've been listening to old episodes. It's so annoying. And <laughs> Back. Well, he's dead now, so you won't be hearing the oh. barking anymore. <laughs> Keep listening because it'll go away. But thanks. Oh, people like so to bad. say I things. I was waiting for. I remember last time I had you on. I made you. I made you have a you do a string of swear words to yes. lead us in the break, which made you very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember. So. I assumed you didn't. You didn't, as I like to call. I like like to call it. Uh, I, I assumed you didn't rob you her. And just tell her to go <laughs> f herself. <laughs> the oh, I Robbie. wish I could Robbie her. It's I've been tr- I would have before the podcast, but since we've been doing the podcast so long, I've now trained myself to not cuss in real life either. So it's very hard for me. Yeah, yeah, but I can get it before this episode's over. I'll get one out of you. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Katie's so excited. It's so funny. So, uh, with with your with your dead dog's name being Gryffindor, I assume are you a, are you a Harry Potter fan? Yes. Nice. Well, uh, are, are Katie you? 
very positive. Yes. No? N- yes. Notice the artwork behind that heart wreath that you see. I believe it's something holding oh, a yeah, wand. That- yeah, there's. I saw that. There's yeah. some sort of. I thought you were pointing at your That's wall. I'm like, there's no pictures no, on your wall. I don't know why I'm pointing at my wall. Yeah. <laughs> so I have nothing in this house. So yeah, I got nothing to look at. <laughs> there's Amazon boxes behind. Like you. A, it looks like a. Just like a vacuum. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> some pictures that are literally on the floor. And and again, I'll point out you've been there for three months. Three months. You've been there. Pictures <laughs> on the floor, leaning against the wall. <laughs> Very uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Come visit. So have either <laughs> <laughs> have either of you guys seen the new the the Fantastic Beast the Dumbledore movie? No, no. In fact, I just recorded on my DVR the second one because I've only seen the first one. I have to see the second one first, then I can see the third one. I haven't seen the third one yet. My son, my eleven year old, who's the only one still into Harry Potter, went to see it with a friend. And Becky won't go see them, and so I can't. Like that's. I mean, you get put on lists if you show up to. Watch a Harry Potter movie by yourself as a forty-three-year-old man. You do. Like, you will. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that's okay to do. So I have to wait for it to be streaming. Yeah. To, to watch it, but the but, but I like the Fantastic Beasts series. I think they're really good. I think they're really good too. I have trouble giving J.K. Rowling my money right now, so that's a a current struggle. Um, oh, right. I I don't follow all the but 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 she's like she's like awful, right? That's that's a thing that we know about her. I don't I don't yes. remember why, but. Yes, she's She's awful. awful. She's a very anti-trans woman. And um, it's hard to have a fandom that you're so loved. Uh, I was just at WonderCon and we talked about that a lot. Like when you love a fandom, like I love Buffy and then Joss Whedon Mm -hmm. is terrible. So it's hard. Like if people listen to our podcast and love our podcast and they don't know, Katie is an animal abuser. But once they right. find out, and will they, they still be able to listen? That it was Katie who actually killed, killed Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> right. And, what? But then can you separate? Yeah, can you separate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's a good question. Like, can you? Can, like, are you able to separate? Because there's there's plenty of people out there that I like their work. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't like them as a person. Right. And I would, like, what do you do? Do you ever draw that hard line and say, no, I'm not do- doing this anymore? Or can you separate? It? I usually take a long break. And then I start, I think about all the other people that were involved in the project it, that are wonderful people and that mm-hmm. made it what it is. And it's not just the original creator. And so right. that's what I try to focus on. J.K. Rowling, it's a little harder because she wrote the books by herself. And the books are really mm-hmm. what I love, not really the movies. Um, but with Buffy, like there's a cast of amazing people. There's writers that made it an amazing show and people that worked on it. So I can kind of focus on that and say they helped make it so special. You're talking about the old, uh, was it Sarah? Yeah. Um, what's Sarah Michelle Geller. Geller. Yeah. 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 Sarah Michelle Geller, the old Buffy the Vampire. Which one's, who's awful in that one? Which, who's the bad guy? Joss Whedon, the creator. Oh, the creator of yeah. is the bad guy. Yeah. Right. None of the, none of the actors. No. Yeah. There's so many people that are. And I don't know. I'm just curious what you because so like I stopped like watching House t- of Cards when, when you know when we found out about Kevin Spacey. Well, they kicked him off oh. House of Cards. But yeah, you can watch that. Like, can right. I still watch Seven? And yes, I can still watch Seven. He plays a right. serial yeah. killer in that. So it's like every time you're sitting in a bar and like Man in the Mirror comes on. <laughs> right. I'm gonna right. sing it, even though I'm <laughs> right. gonna try not to. Gonna, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna make a change, and I'm gonna sing for it. once in my yeah. life. It's gonna feel real good. 
going to make we a difference. We sang that in my elementary school keep, keep as going, like a going. choir <laughs> in front of all the parents and they cried. <laughs> cried Did that, really? It was a bunch of like fifth graders singing Man in the Mirror, going to make a change. And people were like weeping. <laughs> oh it was God. so beautiful. <laughs> Sorry. So beautiful. And you were one. You were one of the. Yes, I was. Uh, I was probably lip syncing because I don't have a good. Singing did you do voice. a clap at the end? Yeah, the well, breakdown? we definitely. You did. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you did the, the gospel clap. I hope. Yeah, you did. we called it our uh, dance move. You did. We were you really doing it right. So no. I don't uh, to call your teacher. Um, wait a minute. If you're a Harry Potter fan, have you been to the Harry Potter world, Barbara? No, I have not. Okay. Wait. I I was at no I haven't I was thinking that that was something else that I was at mm. no I haven't is that in like Disney or something no there's one in Orlando that's attached to Universal Studios and then there's one in Los Angeles attached to that Universal Studios um, theme park uh, um, that but if there's a chance if you're going to L A you should go worth checking out it's really fun. fun that'd be good your but son would get, love I it I need to get so Parker I've got I've got a 21 year old. I've got a 17-year-old and a 16-year-old. None of them give a shit about Harry Potter at all. I'm just banking on Parker, my 11-year-old. <laughs> He's the one. To hang He's on. the Neo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I watched the new Matrix on the on the airplane. Disappointing, I thought. Yeah. She references uh, Neo all the time, and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I totally saw that movie and re- know what you're talking about. Never saw Neo. No, I don't think so. Well, then you just don't oh, get it. I, I don't get it. Right, yeah. Some people get it, some yeah, people don't. Yeah, I just don't get it. Kimberly's one that doesn't get yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, shit, what was I? I was going to say something about Harry Potter. Sorry, your son is oh. the, Parker is the one that's going to yeah, he's pull through for you. Save the world, yeah. right, Neo, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah, because like I was, I got into it weirdly, uh, so the I was, I don't know, somewhere in my early 30s when I discovered the Harry Potter series. And I like watched one of the movies and started reading the book. I was like trying to get, I go through these phases where like, I need to read books because yeah. I'm dumb and I need to read things and be a reader. Yes. And so then I got to reading the Harry Potter books and I remember the, I don't remember which, which one it is. Spoiler alert. The one where Dumbledore dies. Yeah. And I remember I was like, so into reading the book. And then I had like the audio book, but that was when they were CDs. Yeah. Like were oh yeah. The audio books like, are great. They have two different ones. And um, one is Stephen Fry and one is, somebody else i can't remember but he's amazing too i've listened to like both of them right so whichever one i listened to why was it was on cds and i said so i was like so here i am in my early 30s i or maybe late 20s i'm like my marriage is is on the brink of break that we were like getting ready to start going through the divorce and i was one night just having a day and i'm like i'm gonna go sit out at a campfire in my backyard and listen to my Harry Potter book and have some Southern comfort. So, so how much did you cry? I, how? Oh, sobbed. I got so, I got so mad. I was shit faced. I'm sitting out at a campfire, grown man, fireman, big tough grown man, fireman, sitting out at a campfire, drinking Southern comfort on the rocks with my boom box with headphones. Listening to Harry Potter. And I was like, no! I can't kill Dumbledore, you motherfuckers! Kicking things into the fire, the whole house goes up. (laughs) You can't do this to me! I can still feel how angry I was. I slept in it. 
It was a whole, it was like really dark time for me. I like, <laughs> like finished it. And I ended up, I was, we had like a, like a, like a swing, like a, uh, that was in the backyard around the, around our campfire pit. And then I ended up just, it was summertime and I just laid down and went to sleep out. Oh, and boy. I woke up in the morning. Dreaming and of I was Dumbledore. Covered in, I was covered in dew. I was like wet and cold in the morning. Still just a little drunk. And, oh, and then, maybe I dreamed it. Had, maybe he didn't die. I, and I had to go back and re-listen because I thought I just had a bad dream. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you, wow. J.K. Rowling, for doing that to Bob. Right? Yeah. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> you ruined, she ruined my marriage. She did. That's probably why I got. I was too obsessed with the books. That's what happened. Because once you start, uh, you can't stop. You kind of have to keep going, and then, uh, yeah, right. it's it's an intense process for sure. We weren't that young either. We were older when we were yeah. into it for sure. Yeah, um, and we had a we had a whole book club set. Well, it wasn't a club. It was it was Kimberly three of us. And myself and another guy, and we w- bought one book and would switch it between us so that nobody could read ahead. It was yeah, a very we all strict- lived together. Yeah, so like she would read it at night and then put it outside my door so that I could read the next chapter the next morning. Yeah, <laughs> it was so weird. This was after college. The complexity of y'all's social life. <laughs> That your book club is the two of you and your roommate yeah. sharing a book. That's that's the idea of a book. Well, club. we have one now though. Kimberly started a book club with a date with Dateline, which I for our I'm Patreon. ashamed to say I scoffed at and I said, "What are you talking about? We have a book club." <laughs> but well, I, you guys are like famous now. You can have book a book club and like real friends. Well, that's, but that's I, you and Trevor or whoever his name that's, is that's 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 <laughs> lived with you guys, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, 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 Jesse. Pick a name. He was Cameron. Um, whatever. No, he was he was an unwilling participant. I just he was my boyfriend. I just told him this is how it was going to work, and he better play. He better play along. We're going to read the you book better one by never, one. You better never call this a book club ever again. <laughs> it was you and your boyfriend and your roommate. So all just read a book together. But we were just so excited, and I knew Katie would read the whole thing. And I would night, read the whole thing in a day. We, I just we wanted, wanted to, to get prolong yeah. it because we were so excited. This is book number five, and it was all we could think about. We went to a party, and people were talking about it, and we were like, "Shut up, Lee! We're not there yet." <laughs> we didn't have a lot going on. Um, no, in our defense, also <laughs> the rules of the book club. This was post-college, the rules of the book club were literally only for me, as I'm realizing now, was so yes, that I would not absolutely. read the whole thing and try to spill the beans about it because I yes. would try to talk about it. It's not yes. my fault. I just get very excited. I'm so jealous of people like you that could read a book in a day. Like one of the other guys at the fire department, uh, also like like the day that it got released. Like we have we live in a small town, mm-hmm. and there's like. Like an old timey downtown bookstore. Oh, I love those. That, you know, on release, yeah, at like release day, it burned down. I was in it when it burned down. Oh my god, um, it's gone now. It's a, it's a, it's a Fifth Third Bank now. I think oh. it's just awful. Wow. But it used to be a nice, cute little quaint bookstore, and uh, they did the whole like midnight release. Yeah, thing. yes, and, and and he was on duty that night, and and we got one of the other guys that was like you know a normal grown man to come. Cover his shift 
so that Mark and I could go wait in line I, at the Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> with everybody wearing their costumes oh, yeah. and shit. I did that. I did that. <laughs> you wore the costume? I wore a costume. Which costume did you I wear? dressed like Hermione. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my Very friend nice. dressed like Harry. And um, we had a whole group. It was like 11 of us or something. But there were a lot of people dressed up. We took pictures with everyone. They had a sorting hat. It was really fun. Yeah, there was all that going on. And I was standing there in my fire department uniform. Just, <laughs> just like, and everyone's just, thinking, which book had a fireman? <laughs> What's he dressed they up They could just He's put just out the fire with nerd. their wands. Why is there a yeah. fireman? He's a muggle. But Mark was, He's dressed Mark like a muggle. was like, you can't. Like, so we, this is midnight. And then he goes back to the station. I go home. I just got off shift from the other station. And I had a few hours to go home and sleep before I had to go back into work and relieve Mark. I relieved him at eight in the morning and he had finished the whole book. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was like Order of the Phoenix. It was like, it was oh. like the fifth book, a big one. Yeah, that's Katie. That's fast. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel. But that life is unpleasant. You don't want to be like that. <laughs> it's not fun for us. We just can't he stop. Looked, it's like a compulsion. You have to keep going. He looked like shit. Yeah. Like I pulled. I, Correct. I got to the station in the morning and he's all red eyed and he's, he stayed up all night reading the book. He's like, it's so good. I'm like, so good. I read one chapter before I went to bed last night. See, that's called like, self-control, looks, which is a nice thing to have in life. That's I, it's, it's not self-control. I'm the super slow reader. It takes me a month to read a book. I am too, because I try to get every detail. I try to like Same. absorb the book. Same thing. So Becky and I, Becky's like you, Katie. She reads real okay. fast. But she can read an entire book, and then I'll be, we, we could be reading the same book, and I'm obviously way behind her, and I'll be like on chapter five, and I'll be like, you know, and so-and-so, she's like, who's that? Yeah. I'm like, you read so fast, you don't even remember the fucking character's name. That's names. exactly what I say. <laughs> I am that one. Katie, I am that one. Katie's high. I, I am definitely that person. Um, but anyways, join our book club. <laughs> We're not selling it very well, but. Right, you have to pay for it. It's on Patreon. On if you're Patreon. not going to go to Stitches by Be yeah. Crazy with a K, then you can then join you the can Date with Dateline Patreon. Join our, our book club where we read. For the low, low price of how many dollars a month to be in the Is book it club? Two? One, three, five? Two. Ten. Two Might dollars. be two. Ten. Like ten? Yeah. Did you say, it's, it's definitely it's not ten. Dollars a it's month. definitely not ten. Is it two, Kimberly? Ten dollars a month. Ten. Listen, it may sound like a lot, <laughs> especially after hearing now what you're getting into. But think about how much you pay for a cup of coffee nowadays. You know, that's... You know, skip two trips to Starbucks and you can be in, in Kate well, and Kimberly's book They club. get other things, too, at the $10 level. They get bonus <laughs> episodes and they get live streams and other fun stuff. But most mostly <laughs> the book club. Mostly the book club, of which we've done one book. So we've we- done one book, but we had a great response to it. We did. Not helping sell at all. Like, <laughs> by the way, in the book club, we don't read we books. We just started like, it. Just, just <laughs> Have we picked the next just, book yet? No. no. Bait and switch. Just come in. And <laughs> come on in for our book club. We'll read a book next year. I, I said, we're, I'm adding this maybe three times, four times a year. That's all I can commit oh, to. Oh, so you were non-committal with it. Right. I was very, I said, we're going to try it, see how it goes, if people like it. People liked it. Well, so they now we have I was to wrong. I was wrong when I said that you hate money, Kimberly, <laughs> because I see now that the reason that there's no more stitches be crazy is because you're Ponzi scheming motherfuckers into the book club. <laughs> we don't have time. Don't read books. We don't have to, we don't have time with it for all the shenanigans. I just realize I rarely drop f bombs on this show, and when I'm and for some reason you knowing that you. Don't like swearing at all has made me yeah. swear twice as much as normal. I don't. Yeah. It's like I, there's an imbalance in the universe. 
You're just trying to set that. it right. Yeah, you're just trying to even, yeah. just, even it out. Yeah. I just dropped a, an mf in there for no reason at all. Like, there was, that was not necessary. There was no, didn't add anything to the conversation. It was smooth, though. It didn't yeah. seem out of place. It, it felt right. 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 It felt right, yeah. It's like you're talking to Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. That's, that's my mistake. It's correct. So you guys, since the last time I talked, you you guys are like going big time. You're like working with the people at Dateline sometimes now. How did how did that happen? Oh, who, really? so who told you who that? Who said that? Who said we were working? Fucking with Erica. Dateline? See, there it is again. I dropped another one. <laughs> Can we pretend Erica like did. that's true? Yeah. Okay. Listen, true. it says have had Josh Mankwitz on oh, their yes. show three times yes. and have yeah. worked with the Dateline and NBC team in other ways. Yes. That's what she said. We have uh, yeah, done that's kind of true. We have done a few, th- not nothing like that's been aired or anything like that, but we have been given opportunities from them. They're very nice to us, which is Incredibly. such a benefit. They are, they are really kind. And then we are hoping to have some other interviews coming up, which I don't know if we can talk about. Kimberly. Are you going to get Keith Morrison? Are you going to get Keith Morrison? Yeah. Let's- yeah. We are going to, hopefully, Josh talked to him and convinced him. He's very shy. But Josh loves us and has been on our show many times and said, Who's shy, I'll talk- Keith? What? About interviews. Who's shy, Keith? Yeah, he doesn't give a lot of, I mean, he interviews people on the show. That sounds terrible. He interviews other people, but about <laughs> himself being interviewed, I don't think he does that a lot. He's very private. Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting. See, because I was in, I think, Nashville in a bar with him at CrimeCon. Excuse he me? He didn't seem shy at all. He was, oh yeah. Were you in the Nashville CrimeCon? Yeah. Yes. Was this when you went so to the we, screening of the no, Dateline? No, no, no. We just we just did a meetup, and you guys weren't in the Cool Kids Club then, so we didn't mm-hmm. tell you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but we scheduled. I'm actually, this is awkward now. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm borderline. Listen, upset. We Let's met him at CrimeCon at a different event. We I met did him not at invite Dateline. Just screening. to be clear, <laughs> I didn't invite Keith Morrison. He just showed up at your meetup. I'm a, I'm a little upset. He crashed my meetup. If I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was me, uh, and Captain and Nick and uh, Justin and Aaron, which we do most crime cons. Yeah, you know, we put out on social media like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do a big mass meetup at the bar that was part of that whole building we were in there, that whole complex." Yeah, what we you call this? The, the big pa- big timers club, something like that. <laughs> all these big names, yeah, just the, yeah, yeah, the cool high rollers, club, yeah. whatever. Yeah, cool okay, kid, got yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Listen, had we the known cool that you were going to be doing interviews with Josh Mankwitz, then we would have invited you guys. But we're like, it's just those those losers over there <laughs> talking about Dateline every week. That's a what, that's a mistake. Who's going to listen to? Who's going to want to come see them? That's what we thought. Uh, <laughs> Again, we're very unpleasant. I get well, it. At the <laughs> next crime con in New Orleans, we or was that for, I can't remember which was first. We got to interview Keith and Josh and Dennis Murphy all together. That was really fun. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that would have been cool. Well, so this time, in my defense, I hadn't met you guys yet when this happened. Otherwise, I would have definitely invited you. Thank you, um, thank you. But yeah, we showed we were like doing this big meetup, and then like people like other like podcasters that like were upset that they weren't in the cool club, like were crashing <laughs> our meetup, like Payne Lindsay, like oh, like of course, oh. kind of linked. <laughs> so I'm I'm standing there talking to somebody. And pain is like, because that was, you know, like, you're, you're making, like, I get it. Yep. And so, like, everybody was like, oh, pain, Lindsay. And the next year, everybody was like, fuck you, pain, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. This, that, right. We were so watching that whole thing the, just from the sidelines. We had no stake in it, but it was hilarious. 
Oh, the whole thing with him and Rabia. Yes. Uh huh. Do you know? Do you know they work together now? I know. She, Excuse me. They, yeah. They really made. Yeah, up. they're like buddies now. They've they've like squashed their beef and they're like buddies now. Uh huh. I need well, to get online. That. Okay. I should say. I should say as of last year because you never know. Because right. Oh, you know, I see. You know, okay. Rabs. She'll last, like if, if he he crosses that line, she will let him know. Um, but, I love, her. but yeah, he was like during that phase. So because remember the crime con before, like everybody was like all over him, and then this, it was actually really sad because he just he came like walking into this huge fan meetup, and I just feel a tap on my shoulder. And he's like, "What's up, Bob?" And I'm like, "Oh, hey, pain." And then he went over and just sat in the corner over somewhere, and then nobody paid any attention to him. Aww. So he showed up, and then. I see there's like a big crowd of people hanging in there's this this old silver haired devil just taking pictures with people and cutting it up and signing <laughs> autographs and and uh he turned away and, and he put his hand on my shoulder, I think because I was in his way. And he was like, How you doing, buddy? And he was like having a blast. He's like, How you doing, buddy? And I'm like, Oh, that's Keith Morrison. And, okay, he's yeah, not shy. He was, he's just shy around yeah. us. Okay, so maybe yeah, he doesn't so. really want to interview with us, and that's an excuse. But uh, <laughs> thanks for bursting our bubble it, here, Bob. We're good. Um, well, uh, in his defense, good chance. I mean, he could have been shit faced and high on drugs when this was going on. I mean, I don't know how he gets down. No. I, and I don't really have a baseline for him. His pupils were a little dilated, seemed Stop like. So it. maybe he was just cracked out of his mind, and that's why he was. Stop it. Really never in life. Never no. ever in life would that be the case. <laughs> he is He is a pure, true, um, pure. Yeah. He's a one yeah. of a kind. He's a pure Canadian gentleman. Yeah. Speaking of Keith Morrison and his voice, mm-hmm. have you guys watched the thing about Pam? Oh, yes. Yes. We just covered it. Oh. It's, uh, there's a new updated episode that came out last. Well, after when we're recording this, um, at some time in the past, there was there was another episode <laughs> of Pam that happened, and so and they, I don't know, it was an interesting, it was an interesting episode because they taught. It's called the real Pam Hop, and I don't know what they were trying to do because the the miniseries just ended. So it, it seems strange that the miniseries would end and then they'd have another episode immediately following telling the Pam Hop story again. Well, because they had See, new people, that- they had. The they had Leah Askey, the worst prosecutor on oh, earth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and that's why awful. She got I don't know to if try the way to they redeem herself. Her on that show was accurate, but if it is, it's not even oh. as bad as she is in real life. It's She's not. worse. Oh. Yeah, um, she's so bad. And she Judy went on Greer is hard to Friday. not like. Judy Greer as a person, actress, anything is hard to dislike. Like in in my book, um, but that she, did. she pulled it off. She did in it that one. Like, and then so. Her. So Leah Askey came on Dateline on Friday, defended herself, said she didn't make a single mistake. She nailed the case and she still believes Russ Faria did it. And she's like, and Keith was just so fed up. He couldn't even make words. He was like on fire. (laughs) He was so angry with her. Did he make any of those like smart? Like, I love when he's like super professional interviewers or interviewer and then. All of a sudden, we'll be like, "Come on, man!" He screamed like, like at he, her. Like, pulls the Joe Biden out. Like, what are he you? Did. Come on, man! Because That's, she said, "Give me a break." She said, "It's not my job to switch directions and move on to another suspect." And he's like, "That's exactly your job. You're a prosecutor. You decide <laughs> right. who to prosecute." Yeah, he shouted. And she rolled her eyes. She rolled her eyes at our man Keith. I didn't see any of the Dateline episodes on. I only saw the miniseries. But it makes sense. You see that a lot when if there's a lot of hype around a case like I happen to be. I mean, this is we're kind of 
competitors, I guess. But you know, I, I work a lot with the people from 2020. Mm-hmm. So, um, wow. so, but That's I know for them. No, I like 20. I like 2020. I'm just they're, kidding. I'm just they're messing just with you. <laughs> different than Dateline. But they will, they will oftentimes you'll see where if, if, you know, they may have other things planned, but if something's like really hot in the zeitgeist, mm-hmm. then they'll, yeah, they'll quick put together an episode on that because they're just trying to grab that attention. Yeah. Well, I think anything, world out there. anything with Lori Vallow right now is going to get attention. Yeah. Uh, that case. Who's that? Um, she's the, um, Mormon, but really an offshoot who, is with Chad Daybell. They think there are zombies and they have to save the world. So they, she killed, she had her husband killed, her two children killed, her um, brother maybe killed. Lots of people have died in their orbit. Chad's wife died because they were having uh-huh. an affair. It's a whole thing because there's celestial beings and Very there's strange a closet clone. with a portal in it where in you can Idaho. visit other realms. It's wild. Wild. It's wild. What they am I doing with my is, life that I've never heard any of this before? I don't know. Helping people? I think you do a lot of good for <laughs> humanity. So <laughs> we're just reporting on salacious cases and you're actually doing the good work, Bob, is the what's happening here. Yeah. So thanks, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. I'll, I'll take That's right. You're damn right. I'm too busy saving the world over here to <laughs> listen to your nonsense as you push your cape out of the way i know right. he's my, my cape just casually toss your cape over your shoulder put on my judge's wig and my robe and look down on you guys for your salacious reporting of these cases <laughs> that case is uh dateline's done how many episodes five, on it yeah maybe five so episodes many. on them yeah it's they were a on it wild from the story yeah. Because for a long time, people were trying to figure out where the kids were, and she kept saying, they're fine, they're fine, and they were obviously not fine. not fine. And so the whole world was kind of like, where are these two children? The mom is off in Hawaii with her boyfriend, and yeah. So she did the old Casey Anthony. It, yeah, but for um, zombie reasons. For yeah. zombie I don't know what reasons. Casey and okay. Anthony's reasons were. <laughs> right. Well, she had... There were parties to to attend, and yeah. you know, she had a she had a full dance card. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, right? Isn't she allegedly? Did you, allegedly. Do we have to say that? Allegedly, the, the views and opinions of. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, we should. I, I guess we should talk about this case. We've already been going for longer than any episode of True Crime Binge ever, and we haven't started the case yet. Um, this is why our episodes are so long this is why we should be invited to the cool kids club at crime con are you coming because this year there's we a are we are we con? are currently at a 50 50 so yeah. there is a chance and i would like to humbly request that um you uh you don't have to you know have a meetup with us but you do have to acknowledge us if we come to your meetup <laughs> Okay, look, first Just of all, obviously you'd be front and center in our meetup. We'd we'd put you on the, the social media posts about it. But how are you a week and a half before CrimeCon 50-50 if you're like, how does that, are you guys that big time now that you just call no, call the CrimeCon no. people and you're like, uh, go ahead and set us up a booth and send a send a plane for us? <laughs> I wish, you send a car like around? Opposite. Well, I was worried about COVID for a very long time. I'm still very worried about COVID. And so I was like, no, we're not going. And then I thought, hmm, maybe. But then we heard from our friend Melissa from Moms and Murder and Criminality. Love Melissa. And she had I talked had to them. On just a couple weeks ago. Yes. She's, she's hilarious. She's, she's one of our, yeah. like, I love her so much. And so she had talked to the people at CrimeCon and they were full in Podcast Row. 
So then I was thinking, mm-hmm. why are we going if we're not promoting the show? And then Katie said, we should go and just have a meetup. And then tickets are really expensive. And I was like, are mm-hmm. we going just to do that? Because I'm very cheap. And, and I so, said, it's a write-off. And then I also said, I'm going to Vegas anyways. And it just yeah, happens to coincide on that weekend. Why don't Vegas we go ahead and Katie's go? Vegas is Katie's favorite listen, city in I the world. You, I love Vegas. I bet you you could get, you could get some comp. T- listen, I'll give you a little, in- a little inside baseball here. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you were to contact the people at CrimeCon and be like, hey, we'd like to last minute, we'd like to come and we'd like to have a booth. And they were, and they'll be like, oh, we're out of booths. And then they, then they, then you will be like, oh, well, that's too bad. You know, we're going to maybe do some stuff with True Crime Binge with Bob Ruff or something. <laughs> maybe you could just comp us a couple passes and they'll be like, happy to do it. We'll copy some passes. Okay, Kimberly, which one of us is suave enough to do this? I, no, I have a, I don't know I have either a guess of us are who is, and it's not me. So. But I saw they just released day passes. They just released day passes. And then, see, the, here's the biggest problem of the entire thing. Dateline just announced that they were coming last week. Right. So, so we didn't think, oh, we had talked to Josh, and Josh announced. said, I don't know if we're going. Like, I haven't heard yet. It just hadn't been decided. And then Josh. <laughs> Our buddy Josh, my Josh first name my basis. They're best friends. I'm I'm almost <laughs> yeah. out on my butt in this podcast. Like I, I could be replaced tomorrow. It's now a date with Dateline is hosted by Kimberly and Josh Makewitz. <laughs> right. So if you, if you need a co host, um I just or, put together a big birthday you know, um my mom's seventy fifth birthday. I did a video montage and he did a video for her in the montage. It was great. Um, but Aww. he said that he, he didn't know if they were coming. And then last week, CrimeCon's like, oh, they're coming. And so then I was like, shoot, maybe we should go. Yeah. So we've decided that there's a, there's a good chance that we'll be there. Just yeah, wandering around. You should around. be there one way or another. Try to get comps and passes. You'll good be able idea. to work that out. Just tell them. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can, you can work the room and, uh, and we'll definitely. We don't do know how to work for any room. Yeah. I mean, Katie's a worm, uh, a room worker for sure. Yeah. I, I know how to work. Work, work, girl. work, W-E-R-K. Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. When I met, <laughs> I've when got I met outfits you guys, together. When I, when I met you guys, there was, uh, she was just in there just, you know, in that bar in Santa Monica, just working the room. I was. Like, that's that such a lie. That's that, the no, saddest she was thing. Too, that <laughs> was for, I was absolutely hiding at like. She was too shy to say to hi me. to Jim Clemente. She was just staring. Oh, yeah, I just couldn't do anything. I'm totally useless now. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I was just excited to meet Liz Rose for the first time. And so she, and now she's one of our good friends. And it was just, yeah, yeah we were very shy. Yeah. That was one of our first things of interacting with big people like you. We were scared. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big timers club. <laughs> Told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, but we will. Um, yeah, for sure, it'd be sweet. You guys should. You guys should come. We always yeah. the, our meetups are usually we're like competing with, the, like CrimeCon will be have some big. Like people always ask me, should we buy the VIP passes? I'm like, I don't know. It's a lot of money, and whatever lame ass thing that the VIPs are doing, we're usually doing a really kick ass thing at another bar at that same time. Yeah. So go, and then the VIPs usually end up at our party instead. Mm-hmm. Do you like Vegas? By the way, are you a Vegas person? Yeah, it's it's. Um, I've got to be, I like Vegas when I've gone in like big groups Mm -hmm. because I like to be going around. I like to play poker um, and and see, you know, and see some of the shows and stuff like that. But I'm also like very conscious of, you know, like my wife doesn't gamble. So like the last time I went, it was my wife and I and another couple 
and she doesn't like to gamble and like the pools weren't open and the other couple like to gamble. So oh. it was just, and yeah, so like I, I'll, I'll stay with her the whole time. And then it just turns into like a whole lot of walking in the hot. Yes. You know? Yeah. So it just depends on. Yeah. But it's fun with a group because then there's always like, well, the four of us are going to the pool and we're going to go shopping and we're going to go play cards. Mm-hmm. And right. Kind of split up. And then everybody gets to do. I like Vegas because there's so much to do and there's so much good food. I get very excited about the food in Las Vegas. So, well, yeah. see, that's that's what happened to us when we, we went last March. Mm-hmm. And um, th- so like in November of the year of 2020, Vegas kind of reopened. from. COVID. Yeah, I remember. And so we booked our trip to go to Vegas in March. Mm-hmm. And then in the beginning of March, they shut it back down. Right. Like, right. So we, we got there and half the restaurants were closed. Yeah. The, the other half were at 50% seating capacity. So that, like you said, there's so much food. Imagine being in Vegas and not being able to find a place to get dinner. That's purgatory. That's terrible. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, there's, there was no buffets. There was no the nice restaurants, nothing. And if there was a nice restaurant, it was, oh, well, you needed to make reservations three weeks ago to get into here. No. There were no shows. No. If I can't have a mountain of crab legs, I'm not going. There's no reason right, exactly. for me to go. That's it. Exactly. Crab leg mountain. That's why I'm there. So I'm I'm excited for Becky to go this because that was her first time going. And she's like, Vegas sucks. Aww. Also, we got COVID on that trip. Oh. We got real super sick. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure we got it here, took it there, spread it throughout Oh, my Vegas. God. Did you get a good hotel, then, at least? Did you get to stay at a cool hotel? Because some of the hotels are just really fun to walk around in. Well, we stay we stay downtown for the first. I've never done we that. Always we always stay downtown. Nugget. We always do that. Yeah. That's sort of so where we honey. We were at the Nugget, so that was cool for me. So since we had COVID and we were super sick, oh. uh, Becky would go to bed at like 9 o'clock, and I'd go down and play poker all night because they oh. have a nice poker room at the Nugget. They do. I'm joking about I'm joking about being sick. I wasn't sick. I got sick when I got home. <laughs> that's, um, I was like, that's Bob's <laughs> gonna get letters. Bob's gonna get a lot of letters. Yeah. yeah. Well, she well, well, truthfully, Becky started. Um, she just was like tired and had a headache. But we talked because we were, you know, it was so, it was so smoky. Yeah. In a lot of the casinos, yes. and oh, yeah. we were up late. Yeah. So it was just like she's just like I'm tired. I'm going to bed, and I would go down and play poker. Um, down in the down in the Golden Nugget. Uh, so so yeah, that was fun, but. Uh, we're staying in the Paris this time. I think they put us up in the hotel where the that's where the that's where crime comes. It's in Paris? in Paris. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely still staying downtown, but I'm <laughs> excited. I just like downtown. I don't know. We have like a we've been I there a too. ton, so we like have a little loop that we do, and then where do you like to stay downtown? We stayed at, uh, Nugget is the one, and it was yeah. my dad's favorite place to stay, and where he won money. So mm-hmm. I always feel like it's a little lucky. And then um, right. my, but we've stayed at Plaza, we stayed at El Cortez, we've stayed at sort of all of them, and they're redoing a bunch of them, which is really fun because the Plaza at the end is kind of great now. The rooms were really nice, and the pool was cool. Yeah, we we went in there and played cards one night, and it was like, yeah, it was it was really they've like, really revamped redone. it. It's really and the and some yeah. of the restaurants down there are amazing. Like incredible, just as good as the strip, I would say. So not buffet wise, but restaurant, sit down restaurant wise. Yeah. They're see, we awesome. couldn't. We ate at we ate at the Coney Island Dog Shop the first. Oh, time that's oh, I'm, that makes my stomach hurt. But I'm ta- but I want so, Kimberly to come with me, so because I am taking her to Bingo, which is our latest Vegas thing. Because Bingo is super fun. <laughs> I feel like the, I feel like Bingo is something that would Kimberly would fit right into. 
I mean, playing. I, I don't know why you seem like somebody who would like to play bingo. <laughs> you just sit there and you watch and you like listen. Do your cross stitching. It's so fun. It's great. I love the bingo. I love it. I mean, I did arrange. I've done our Dateline bingo cards, and so we have like fifty Dateline bingo cards that I've spent hours on on our website. So I'm super down for bingo. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be buying Kimberly some bingo. Where do you play bingo? Anywhere in Vegas. They have it all but over. Just bingo games. Yeah, the Plaza is no one of the shit. big places downtown to play it. But they have them. I know. Uh, sorry, I feel like it's Mandalay Bay. There's a couple on the Strip too that that have big and they have tournaments. Will come bingo tournaments. <laughs> like, how do you get good at bingo? You, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> but all. I like it's like I a like slot the, tournament. Um, you how fast can you push the button? You know that's all a slot right, tournament right. is is going ding ding yeah. ding ding ding. Yeah, but I like the uh, community and like the ritual around bingo. Like I like yeah. anything where people just get really into one thing. And I love like seeing sometimes they have like bingo people on Dateline because somebody died, and like you see them with their like special pens and their good luck charms oh, yeah. like lined up in front of them and they're just so into it and, and I the callers that. the callers are hilarious some of the callers are really funny and then they know the people and they're like janet you back again like they it's great <laughs> yeah. and free popcorn so and free I, drinks okay I i'm down i'll go yeah with my grandma years and years ago when i was a kid and i found out that those bingo ladies have zero sense of humor <laughs> if you try to like i'm i'm like 10 and i'm like bingo <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> they like, did not like that. Sit down. They picked boy. you up by like the scruff of your t-shirt and were like, yeah. you son, we'll never be <laughs> yeah, back they here did again. Not, did not think that was funny as all at all. No. But yeah, so like Becky, the thing she was looking forward to most is she's a, a real foodie. And so I'm like, there's all this great food. And it was like, so we get there. It was my cousin and his wife we were with. And they we're like trying to find something for lunch. We're like, let's just grab a Coney dog. And she looked at me like a fucking hot dog okay i'm gonna eat a hot dog so kate katie and i went on this like booze cruise with our friends to where were we i don't even mexico and um and somewhere. i had been on cruises when i was younger that were like had midnight ice cream buffets and like the amount of food was just incredible like it was you could literally at two in the morning go and get steak or whatever you wanted and I promised her all this food. So her and her husband did like not eat for a week because they were like ready. I was like to prepping for the buffet, cruise. all buffet right, every right, day, right. all the time. Yeah. And we Crab Lake her- Mountain. I was <laughs> yeah, ready. she was expecting right, Crab yeah. Lake Mountain to climb Crab Lake Mountain. We got on that cruise. It was like the saddest, most horrible food we've ever seen in our lives. I, I was <laughs> lied to, just like yeah. Becky. So instead um, of right. a midnight ice cream buffet, they had a like one soft serve machine with like vanilla and no toppings. <laughs> really sad. <laughs> Not good. Also, if she doesn't like gambling, she might like bingo. She might. I do get her to play roulette every once in a while. She'll get into roulette. Sometimes. I only like roulette as a table game. I'm only feel like yeah. that's okay. And so um, it, she might. Everybody has the same bingo. experience. They're like, what's the table minimum? $10. So I have to put 10 <laughs> chips out. And then five minutes later, she's throwing 45 chips exactly. out there like, come on, on the three, give me the split over here and this over there. Every single time. It's the sa- it's it's how I feel about craps, too, because craps is supposed to be, you know, the best odds and everybody knows it. You have to learn how to play it, though. And also people don't mm-hmm. understand you got to put out a lot of money to play it. <laughs> like that's if you really I played it once, want to win. I was drunk. Someone taught me how to play it. And then the next time I went to a casino, I looked. I'm like, I don't get it. So I just left. <laughs> like, I don't, haven't played Not it. today. But this time with the food, we immediately, as soon as we booked our flights, booked uh, uh, dinner at the Hell's Kitchen. She Great. wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. 
um, Gordon Ramsay's place. Yeah. And then there's another place Zach and Michelle wanted to go. I don't remember. Something, something they saw on some food show. There's a hotel a- or, I mean, a restaurant I saw on an article or something where there's wine, and I don't even drink, there's wine stacked to the ceiling, like three stories high, and they get on um, harnesses and like pulley themselves up to have to get the wine, wine on the different levels. Wine mountain. The waiters, you watch them, they're like flying. <laughs> I will take wine mountain flying and up and down mountain. to get the wine. <laughs> That'll be it. Oh well, well, it's gonna. You guys definitely need to come. Let me know if you're gonna come, and we're, we will set it up. Unfortunately, I think everybody's gonna hear this after CrimeCon, so we'll we'll have to have you back on again to talk about how CrimeCon went when you guys I got mean, there. Our last CrimeCon experience, I fell in the Mississippi River, so I'm it's sure it's gonna be gonna better be than stories. that. Yeah, yeah, there'll be stories. You, you, uh, what? It was yeah. shocking. It was shocking, Bob, to be honest. I bet it was. I looked away for <laughs> a moment. I looked away for a moment. When I turned around, she was in. She was gone. Just in the water. And she doesn't drink. How did that happen? <laughs> These are questions that I have, too. Yeah. It was... <laughs> all of a sudden, it was like, Yip! like the river wanted to carry her away. It was not good. And then we what? went on a ghost tour on a bus, and I was just drenched. Immediately I was like following, there was I said, we have to take go back the to the room. We have to go back to the room. You have and to I was change like, your clothes. No, There's we diseases, paid $75 for this ghost tour. Scabies. I don't know what's in that river. Scabies. They got so, scabies in the river. So we don't know. She, she still um, thinks, if I have an itch now, she's yeah. like, it was the Mississippi River. Like, if I scratch my leg, she's like, that's the Mississippi River. I'm like, that's, got you. that's whatever you've gotten. That's Scurvy. Like, I've yeah, th- yeah. There's some crazy things happening in New Orleans, and that that, but yeah, that's something. Yeah, I had I had one time I got I got um, molested into a strip club on Bourbon Street once. <laughs> oh, during the oh. day or at yeah. night? Way late at night. I <laughs> we had been drinking all day. Uh-huh. We stopped at Cafe Dumont at two in the morning. Yep. Oh yeah, and, that sounds right. And had some Benet- had some beignets. beignets. Yep. Yep. And I uh, went back to our hotel on the other side of Canal Street. Settled into bed. Now it's two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, and we and our flight left at eight the next morning, so we've already made some terrible decisions. Yeah. It's and it's I'm already like, oh, too shit. late. You're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, son of a bitch. I left my wallet, <gasps> or no, my phone. I left my phone at Cappy, and so I use her phone, and I call. I'm like, hey, man, is there a is there a red <laughs> iPhone or a black iPhone there? And they're like, yeah, there is. So then I'm like, oh, I'm going to get my. And of course, she's like, well, I'll you know just be careful. Let me know if you're safe. So I'm okay. So I go out and start like thumbing a taxi to try to get down there because I couldn't call Uber because I didn't have my phone. <laughs> and you know what's not happening at three in the morning? There's no taxis going down to Bourbon <laughs> Street at three in the yeah. morning. I end up walking the two miles all the way to Cafe Dumont. I get my phone, two more beignets, and <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and I start walking back. And I couldn't find a cab anywhere. I start walking back, and I'm like. I shouldn't be on these dark streets because I, I'm going to get attacked by a vampire or a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. So, and I could see all the lights from Bourbon Street. So I was like, I will go to Bourbon Street and walk up that way. Walk to Bourbon Street. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't get drunk hardly ever. Oh, no. And I'm like, can barely walk straight oh drunk. Can't like, my lips felt like they were too big for my face. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like, yeah, that kind of drunk. <laughs> and I'm walking down Bourbon Street. And this very large man, as I'm walking by, he's like, hey. And he put his arm around my shoulder. And I was like, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> trying to get out words. And he's and he's like, come on. I don't know what he was saying. But he, like, carried me, like, like, like carried me into this building. And some lady, 
comes walking up to me and grabs me by the arm and starts walking into this building with me that looked like a, like a goth dungeon. It was all like stone everywhere. And we're walking and she's, and all I remember is she goes, Hey baby, do you like nipple rings? Oh my God. And I was like, well, I'm, I was like, why? Well, I mean, I am never really, I guess so. And I look and, she, and I look and she's topless. <gasps> she's like, do you have a nipple ring? I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I do now, but. <laughs> Oh my god! I need to go. I'm, I need to go, and she's like, "No, no, no! How much? How much money do you have? You can." I'm like, "I don't have any money," <laughs> and, I like, and I like ran out the door of the of the strip club like I had been captured. It was running You're down like, Street. Stranger danger! Stranger danger! I need to get back to my hotel. Oh my god! That's all I remember. Very large man. I remember he's wearing a blue shirt. Black guy carries me into there. And then I remember her asking me if I like nipple rings. I'm like, well, so they, okay. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they're not, what? they look good on you, I guess. I, I don't not like them. Wait, so, oh, wait a minute. So you go back and what do you say to Becky? Becky, who was so worried about me that she, I get back to the room and she's snoring her brains. She's sound oh, she's asleep. Done. Yeah. D- yeah. She's out and I go back to sleep and I told her the whole story in the morning. I'm like, you weren't very worried. She's like, I was, I stayed up for a minute for you to see if you were okay. <laughs> It's like I should have taken her phone and got an Uber. But anyway, so here's the deal. We're an hour in, so we're not going to talk about a case. We'll have to come back and talk about a case another time. Yeah. Um, this has been horrible, and it uh, in every way. broke the whole format of the show in every way, as unpleasant as, as things can be. Um, so I'm so sorry. After CrimeCon sometimes, we'll hang out there. We'll have you back on again. We'll talk about a case. Listen, their names are Katie and Kimberly. The podcast is called A Date with Dateline. Check it out. I'm sure it's going to be your next big true crime binge. Uh, Katie is is not long for this world on the show, yeah, uh, because Josh Mankiewicz will be replacing her soon. So get get them while they're hot. Yeah, please. Just just a pity cry, please. This was so much fun. Check us out. I'm glad I did. And all check that out my new podcast yeah. coming soon when I'm replaced, called Katie by herself <laughs> to all by myself. Right, right. and uh, I want to want to offer a sincere apology to our production manager erica for all the hard work she did researching <laughs> the case that we were going to talk about today uh that we'll uh, we'll get him next time erica good work all right ladies thank you so much we'll see you soon hopefully thank you thank bob you for having I appreciate it thank you <laughs> Crime Binge is an NBI Studios production and is distributed by Audioboom. Produced and edited by Mike Bussing. Music and artwork by Shane Yoder of PutThemInASong.com. Our website, TrueCrimeBinge.com, was created by Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com. If you're a listener and would like to recommend a future guest or a podcaster that would like to request an interview, you can do so right on our website. And again, that web address is TrueCrimeBinge.com. If you're enjoying the show, please do me a huge favor and take a minute to rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're using to listen. And make sure you give us a follow on social media. We can be found everywhere at True Crime Binge. Thank you so much for listening, and make sure you tune in next Wednesday morning for another podcaster, another case, and another True Crime Binge.